This is Change Your Mindset Podcast, the podcast that helps change your life by helping change the mindset of the 99% into the 1% mindset. Here's your host, Adrian Gomez. Welcome to Change Your Mindset. I'm your host, Adrian Gomez. Everything's getting expensive, whether it's gas, groceries, rent, basically the cost of living. Everything is going up. It's hard for the average person to make a living right now, especially if you have family and kids you have to provide for. As I said many times before, 60% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. People cannot survive. People are going to debt because they cannot survive. They can't make a living and they can't pay the bills, groceries, etc. And unfortunately, I believe times will not get any easier. Times will get tougher. And I believe that's the unfortunate truth. And I believe we will have an economic disaster ahead. So I said before, several months ago, that the U.S. is already in a recession. Although most economists and analysts will refuse to see it. And the reason for that is because most of them have a conflict of interest. And they cannot be bearish without losing business. And to find out the truth... Unfortunately, you have to read Foreign Press, which is more enlightening. So analysts at UBS said earlier this year that more than 50,000 retail shops may close their doors by the end of 2027. Everyone has read how the major retailers like Walmart, Target, and many others have closed a number of their stores already. And it will get worse. And I made a podcast about this, about stores are closing due to sales, theft, etc. Bob Nardelli, a most experienced retail leader, and he was an ex-CEO of Home Depot, he recently predicted, quote, We're going to see a lot of bankruptcies. This is different than anything I have seen in my 52 years. End quote. So many consumers have run out of the COVID stimulus money they received two or three years ago. All those free checks and free money everyone got because they were stuck at home. So now job openings will now decline rapidly. Consumers are facing credit card loan interest rate of 28%. Mortgages rate have tripled for new mortgages. The obvious agenda to destroy the U.S. as we know is going full speed ahead. Corruption and criminality is at all levels. We have never seen before in the United States. Right now, it is impossible to have, as they say, a happy ending. Unless there is a big leadership change at all levels of governments, cities, states, and federal. Unfortunately, it's looking doubtful that will happen. And the reason I say that is because, remember when dictators like Stalin said decades ago, quote, who casts the votes is not as important as who counts the votes. End quote. The political scene is now more corrupt than we have ever seen. A nation cannot exist for long on a foundation of lies, deceptions, and corruption. We are told that the consumer spending is strong. It's not true. The average consumer is struggling. The latest consumer spending numbers allegedly so the consumer is, quote, strong. 
Even the Fed chair said that contributed to his outlook that the economy is stronger than the Fed has anticipated. However, retail numbers are not inflation adjusted. Therefore, strong spending numbers reflect inflation, i.e., higher retail prices, not a strong economy. Again, the consumer has already depleted his COVID money by now. And as a result of this, credit card debt is rising. Economists think that is bullish for the economy. I call that desperation. Why else would someone pay 28% interest to borrow against their credit card? Desperation. And the reason I say that is because the delinquency credit rate on credit card loans right now as of 2023 is 50.8. The second highest time when we had the housing crisis was in 2009 and it was at 37.8%. And every other year it has been lower. So when we are in the crisis, people have to rely on their credit cards. And this is shows it. 2009, 37.8. Right now, 2023, 50.8%. Another way you can see how we are in a global recession is shipping rates. The world is already in a recession, but Wall Street and the economic establishment still try to convince the average investor to buy stocks because there will be a, quote, soft landing. They say investors should, quote, buy stocks now for when the Fed starts lowering rates, end quote. This is totally contrary to historic facts. For the economy, you have to look at data, not coming from government, i.e. freights. You can't trust economic stats coming out of Washington or Wall Street. They are similar to all the falsehoods spread around during COVID about how quote, effective the COVID vax was, when in reality, it was just a bunch of obscene lies from the halls of government and U.S. health institutions. It was all about the money. $200 billion for Big Pharma. You have to use private sector statistics not coming from the government. For example, all goods must be transported. SIPs do that work. Shipping rates, such as the Baltic Dry Freight Index, give an excellent indication of the economy. So let's see what is happening right now. Shipping rates have plunged 70% over the past two years. Obviously, if the economy were booming, rates would not be as low as they are. Greg Miller of Freight Wave writes, quote, the Drury World Container Index, WCI, shows that European trades are faring even worse than the U.S. trades, end quote. He goes on to explain how, quote, the WCI assessment for Shanghai to Rotterdam, Netherlands, has plunged 34% since the latest peak on August 17th. Spot prices from Shanghai to Genoa, Italy have dropped 27%, end quote. These are substantial declines for such a short time. Next one, 
Residential real estate. It's believed that in the U.S., many smart, wealthier people are adopting the Chinese method of many decades ago, namely using a home or apartment as a substitute for a bank savings account. They don't trust banks. That and low inventories are keeping the high-end market prices strong. An additional factor is that real estate brokers have talked sellers into low prices based on comps. The price of other sales in the surrounding neighborhood or community—that is a poor measure, as sales can often be affected by personal disasters, such as illness, business failure, divorce, among other problems. A much more realistic factor is to use replacement costs. That may result in a price that is twice as high as comps. Some brokers love to lowball sale prices in order to get the commission quickly. And move on. Don't fall for it. Next, we want to talk about is China. You have to consider what happening in China. The most important thing to watch globally, although it is probably the least talked about topic. When a government prohibits release of negative economic news, it has meetings with the media, economists, analysts, and financial firms, declaring that reporting such bad news is prohibited. You can bet it is serious. Based on news items that came out before the news blackout, China could well have been in the early stages of a depression already. Youth unemployment across China continued its rise this summer. The official number approached 21% of young people under 24 years old who couldn't find jobs. That was before Beijing halted its publication. Unofficial estimates stretch to nearly 50% unemployment when one counts the "lying flat," a term adopted by youth who are choosing to quit the rat race altogether. In previous decades, youth took to the streets. New forms of hypersurveillance make such rebellion far harder. Instead, the young simply opt out. The largest real estate developers in China have either gone bankrupt. Or are close to it. The China real estate sector is the largest investment class in the world. That is how important it is. Most Chinese have used the purchase of a condo as substitute for a savings account at a bank because they don't trust the banks. In recent years, they bought condos before they were built. That is riskier. When the developer goes bankrupt, the investors lose everything. That has happened to millions. For August, property investment fell for the 18th straight month, down 19.1 percent year on year. There is great reluctance to buy unfinished condos because of the uncertainty that they will ever be completed. Trade numbers of Western countries with China show that exports to China have plunged. The Chinese government. Can't hide those. Additionally, China and its threats on Taiwan are escalating. It's believed that China may be planning a takeover. They may never have a better opportunity. The world and especially the U.S. will do nothing. That will shake up the global economies because Taiwan is a major supplier of semiconductors. In the end. There are so many problems happening with China. 
It's almost as if the two most powerful countries in the world are in a race to the bottom. China just hides it better. And the last subject will be a debt ceiling debate. Congress is currently putting on another Kubuki theater as they debate raising the debt costs. It is all pretense. Everyone knows they will raise it. Even after this weekend's, quote, stop gap, the pretense is that, quote, we can't let the U.S. default on its debt, end quote. Why don't they think about that before voting on the multi-trillion dollar spending bills? The fact is that most of these people care about pleasing their big donors more than the ruinous spending they ultimately approve. Each time the debt ceiling is raised, there's another big spurt upward in spending. It seems clear that we are on the way to super high inflation, just like Argentina. So you might be wondering what the USA may look like in 10 years. We spend a lot of time trying to predict the near term, such as one to two years. But just as important it is to think of what's likely over the longer term, such as five to 10 years. That later period is so important. And if you want to see, like I said, possibility how we will look, look at Argentina. Argentina has about 48 million people, and economists said that only about 11 million of those people have jobs. But deducting those who work for the government, there are only 7 million who work. Argentina has had hyperinflation problems for decades. About 25 years ago, a top currency expert from the U.S. was retained to advise Argentine how to stop hyperinflation. He proposed a currency board, which was implemented. It worked for a while, but then politicians did what they always do. Violated the rule, and now hyperinflation is once again destroying their economy. Depending on the U.S. election outcome next year, which depends more on the people counting the votes than on the people casting them. Argentina is the perfect picture of the future in the U.S. The process has already had a strong start in the U.S. And to show you how bad this government is right now, the Fifth Circuit Court acts against coercive government. As long as we are on the deplorable actions of our politicians, this article from the distinguished scientist Dr. Patahacharya, he writes about how the current federal government coerces big firms into censoring true articles about the falsehoods about the COVID vax. Quote, The court found that the Biden White House, the CDC, the U.S. Surgeon's General Office, and the FBI have engaged in a year-long presser campaign on social media outlets designed to ensure that the censorship aligned with the government's preferred viewpoints, end quote. The Fifth Circuit Court Appeals ruled that pandemic policy critics were not imagining these violations. The Biden administration did indeed strong-arm social media companies into 
doing its bidding. The appellate judges described a pattern of government officials making threats of fundamental reforms, like regulatory changes and increased enforcement actions that would ensure the platforms were held accountable. But beyond expressed threats, there was always an unspoken or else the implication was clear. If social media companies did not comply, the administration would work to harm the economic interests of the companies. Paraphrasing Al Capone, well, that's a nice company you have there. Same if something were to happen to it. End quote. The government insinuated. So tell me, does that sound something like out of the Soviet Union decades ago? That's for you to decide. Everything I talked about is facts. It's not made up. You're not going to hear it on the news. Your own government's not going to tell you this, which is unfortunate. Because they don't tell you everything. They don't want to tell you everything. But you need to be prepared. Times will get tougher. Times will get harder. I strongly believe that they will. So you need to buckle up and prepare yourself for what's to come. That's going to be it for this podcast. As always, I appreciate you guys taking your time of your day to listen to this podcast because I try to give the best information as I can. And thank you, Patreon member Blade262 for being a Patreon member and helping support this podcast. If you want to be a Patreon member, as always, the link will be in the description below. Please like, share, comment this podcast for it does help grow it and helps grow more than I can do by myself and I appreciate it. Thank you guys again. I wish you the best. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Change Your Mindset Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for a new episode. As always, change your mindset to change your life.